Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We are the one, two, three. Sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I know the least about the sports, but I'm your average sports fan, your sports watcher, but let's be real. Who cares? Because there aren't any sports on TV anyway. <laughs> There's a fake laugh for you. What's up, y'all? I am Sizen. I'm from the North. I'm an alpha male, and I'm not going to bars anymore because the government has put in a social distancing order, so I am not allowed to go within six feet of other patrons i remain on the west side with baser shotgunning uh bud light hard seltzers guys over to you i saw a bar you know right down the road the other day that does pick up like outside so you can like go and order a couple brew dogs pick them up and take them home and it looked like you could actually sit on the patio which is weird that's like against the rules no because there wasn't more than 10 people but okay all right, let me ask you this. Here we go. He's uh, about to get deep. Okay, get deep right because I, I'm confused by everything, too. Let me ask you this. So, so if you want to go to a bar and hang out, like what, what what's that fun? Like, say Sunday fun day. What's fun about Sunday fun day? If there's no one there. If there are only nine people there. Yeah, the worst times I've had at bars is when it's just been me and my chick and maybe one other person. <laughs> the only time bars are fun, you don't want to get it too packed, yeah, yeah. but if you have a great group of people, ah, you're laughing, crazy, wacky stuff happens, some girl's top falls off, you never know what's going to happen at a bar. But if it's just you and your fiance and you're staring at each other, guys, stay at the crib. That's it's the, exact the fact same. of getting out of the house is, I think, what makes it fun is you're doing something different, you're in a different environment. Instead of last night, you were at your house, the morning before, you're at your house. So this is you're out, you're it's a nice day, you're watching people walk by. I guess when you guys like walk on the street or whatever, array around your apartment and you see another person or a couple or whatever, do you sit and talk to them or want to talk to them even though you've never done that in your life? No. I we were never really social with our neighbors in the first place, so this hasn't changed us at the apartment. It's the exact opposite. I talked to all the okay, people walking those around. People, I knew it. <laughs> no, no, because no. I wondered because people are doing that to me now. Like I've I've been walking my baby in the afternoon every day. I walk my dog at night, and I see people all the time. 
No one ever talked to me. Now people want to have 10 minute conversations about who, what's going on in my life. I'm in the front yard with the kids and we're, you know, just playing or whatever. And people walking by with their dogs. Some people don't have dogs. They just have kids or it's just them. They'll stop. Hey, how's it going today? What have you guys been up to? It's beautiful weather, blah, blah, blah. We, so you're all of a sudden 60 years old, 70 years old. And so everybody wants to have a conversation. Oh, how are you doing today? Good to see you. Because now I'm starting to see a lot of the same people at the same time. You know their routine. Like there's this one couple that has a um, greyhound, a gray greyhound. Oh, they the bus. C- nice. Uh, oh, really? The Yeah, the travel <laughs> No, no, it's a former racing dog. They used to race it. They used to make money on it. What and was I, his name? Turbo? I learned all this because <laughs> the they talked to me. Bovada. They talked to me as they walked by, so we kind of you know, got to know each other. Do you tell them that you used to put money on the dog? No, I, <laughs> I don't know. So I told them I bet against their dog one time when I was in Vegas. I apologized, mm. and they say, oh, it was fun. It was a hobby, blah, blah, blah. You would make that joke. Like, yep. That's for real, right? You made that joke? Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> of course. This is the dude I'm talking about. This is the, <laughs> but it's hey, the cherry blossoms look nice today, huh? <laughs> hey, Walter. Morning. <laughs> You're doing well. How's the wife? Good. Well, look at that little young one. He's already walking. It feels like just yesterday. Actually, I just met you. I don't know how long the kid's been walking. <laughs> Uh, it does. It does happen. Like, I mean, you talk to random people. Like I saw one family, they had their kids out there doing homework or schoolwork one day. And I was like, oh, how's school going today? Okay, but, coach. They're, they're going to grab their kids, coach, and lock them in their house. Keep them away from you. No, I had my kids with me. It's just yeah, they coach, were. It doesn't matter, coach. You can't talk to random kids and be like, how's school today? Their parents are out there. I'm talking to, like, the mom is the teacher. So I'm saying, how's school oh, going? It, like, like, in a general term, like, oh, the kid's going, is it fun? Because it looks like they're having fun because mom has one kid up in the fort, one kid, you know, on the picnic table. They look like they're having a blast. I will yeah. say people do more random stuff now because of the quarantine. It makes sense. You can't go to your normal spots. But we had this, uh was a daughter and her mom. They walk by our doorbell camera, so my chick's phone goes off, and every time it goes off, she's like, hey, go check the door. Maybe we have a package. No, but just a couple people walking. Five minutes later, <laughs> hey, will you go check the door? The phone went off again. Somebody walk- is at our front door. Okay, yeah, I will. Oh, it's the same mom and daughter. They were literally doing laps at our apartment complex building. Yeah. They're just going up and down the stairs. Not even a workout, just walking. I'm like people. Well, that's we a live, workout too, coach. coach walking. We live yeah, in the walking can hills. be a workout. You can go see trees and nice grass and rivers and creeks. Why would you go up and down an apartment complex stairs with your mom and you're not even sweating? I was just I, like, I'm also intrigued that you live in an apartment and you have a a ring doorbell for your apartment. That's crazy to me. It's actually helped out. Uh, I had a dude. They do the valet trash service. He ended up ripping our trash and dumping it on the ground. Got him fired all because of the ring doorbell camera. Your ring doorbell camera? Yeah. He picked up the trash and was just being fat and lazy or something. And it ripped. And he just dropped the whole trash and hoping we'd think it was a raccoon or something. What? And then he left and we took that video, turned what? it in. He got fired and we got a $100 Target gift card. <laughs> Wow. That is crazy, so, Coach. It couldn't have been that you overpacked your garbage bag, and so when he picked it up, that's it not gave his, what? That's not their problem. Hey, it's not my fault. If he closes, Coach, that's not your his problem. His job is not to scrape garbage off the patio, because then you could just throw scraps uh, out I, there. I beg to correct you. Like, listen, when my so now my 12-year-old, he takes the trash out now. Um, I don't do that anymore. I've passed the torch on to him. If Good job, Coach. He's like 13. He's 12. I started doing tr- trash when I was like four. Did you really? Yeah, dude. My dad. Coach, if I let my, I mean, my one and a half year old, my one and your half year old does trash now. Like if I change the <laughs> diaper of the newborn, I say trash. I hand it to him. He is expected to go into the kitchen and put it in the trash. No, can. coach. I'm talking taking the inside trash of the garbage. 
I mean, you can do it a lot earlier than 12. <laughs> I mean, I had my own lawn mowing <laughs> business at 12 years old. I mean, coach, old, at 12, ahead. I was starting He's to mowing think... the lawn, too. No, I mean, <laughs> like around the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, and the corona, coach, is probably not a good idea to do that now. <laughs> but but my point, coach, is that when he, the bag sometimes is just jam-packed. And I know for sure there's something in there that's going to tear that bag, and it's going to bust. But I don't tell him. So I let him drag it, pull it out of the garbage, and it breaks. As soon as he opens the front door, whew, it's his fault. He has to pick up every piece of trash and take it to the garbage. Dang. So, dude. so coach, you're right on with that. I, I disagree. If he is, if the guy is going around your apartment complex to pick up bags of trash, his responsibility is not when you overfill the bag and it rips. Like that's just being rude on your part. That means you could just send, you could put to-go boxes out there on the ground and expect him to pick it up like he's uh, room service, where you know they just stick no, it out on the tr- garbage guy. I understand that. A garbage man. Okay, so I can just take my banana man. peel and just throw it on the ground, and he's okay. supposed to pick that up. No. What is this, Mario Kart? No, why not? You just said he's supposed to pick it up was the trash. In a, don't be an idiot. He It was in a bag. He ripped the bag no, by no, no. him picking it up. No, he picked it up because Ray overfilled it. Uh-huh. It doesn't just rip by coach, him picking it up. Coach, look. look. If my wife gives me a garbage bag. You and, just said and, yours is overfilled, and you and, know it's going to rip the and bag. And it's got like a little rip on it or whatever. What do I do? Pick it up like an idiot and watch it all fall to the ground? No. I put one hand on the bottom. And one on the top, and I take it to the garbage. Guys, what, if you, I'm at, at fault here, then I put way too many boot light seltzers in it, and I am sorry. I take full responsibility, but the dude did lose it. Coach, his job. do you crush the cans when you put them in the garbage can? Uh, yeah, I try because you try to get as much trash as possible That's what in did that. It. And, and you also messed up because you should recycle those. So you're, oh. you're, you're, you're involved in both of we these. Have recycling. Uh, they have recycling. You you can mm-hmm. you can save them and drive them to the place lunch. yourself. Then tell them. I, I do not. I. Would guarantee you they have recycling. Coach, tell them why it's important to recycle. Because you got to save the earth, dude. You're going to have kids one mm-hmm. day. I mean, you have kids right now that you're... 47, you're, right? Or how many kids? How many? 23. 23. Yeah, you have 23 kids that you have to prepare this earth for. And by just throwing those out and That's being right. lazy about it, hey, it's my, not getting the job done. My right. attitude is let the kids' generation fix it. Right now, this world's heading to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, and you have a chance to make your footprint. You have a chance That's to right. put your impact your carbon on carbon footprint is bigger than the average footprint, citizen. That's right. Right now, you're talking. People are listening to your footprint. <laughs> ah. And they will follow in your footsteps. Speaking of footprints, did you guys see what the footprints? <laughs> hey, speaking of footprints, <laughs> did you see the big footprints huh? that are going right to Dallas Cowboy Stadium in Frisco, Texas? Huh? Dude, you're in trouble. You're about to have a crappy backup quarterback. Andy Dalton is now the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. But, like, in trouble, that's great. You want a good well, does that I, mean they kind of you call cool? him a good quarterback? I think they want yes. crapper quarterback and then they're going to get rid of Dak. No, they're not getting rid of Dak. I mean, I mean, he's a pretty powerful, I guess a pretty powerful quarterback to have as a backup. What? I mean, I mean he terrible. is He was a starter for how many years, coach? He's been pretty good. He's, I mean, he's been a starter forever, coach. And now he's the backup to Dak Prescott. That's fantastic. You want that insurance. If Dak gets hurt, gets starts sucking again, whatever you, you really want. Red Rocket on your team? You don't, but I, it's better than Brandon Rush or whoever was the other backup. What they say, I mean, look at the Eagles. They have always, they invested, they said, we invest heavily in the backup quarterback because we think it is such a huge, it's a, it's very, a season saver. It's a very important position. And if they didn't, they wouldn't have the Super Bowl ring that they have. Having a backup quarterback is so 
that has experience and they can go in there and play like legitimate football is very important because you look at all these teams they get hurt and you put this backup quarterback in it's like yeah, they suck. season's over yeah. like you have no chance mm-hmm. so the Cowboys are not only shoring up that position just in case Dak gets hurt but they're also sending Dak suck. a message yeah if you suck you're replaceable not even that hey Dak you better get in here and sign because look, we got Andy Dalton. He's a starter in this league, and he wins football games. He's taken the Bengals well, to the playoffs plenty of times. He wins only eight, though. I think Never you're right, more. Coach. You're right because they're running out of money, and they and they yes. can't let Dak get that number higher. That's what they're saying. They're saying we have a limited amount of money, and so we are we offered you something that we think is fair. You need to sign this, or look. We got Andy Dalton here for one year, and if he if you don't want to come sign your franchise tag or if you're going to be yeah. too expensive, hey, we got this guy in the building that's going to know our playbook. We know he's been a successful NFL quarterback. Has he won anything in the playoffs? No, but has he gone to the playoffs? Yes. Okay, you're Dak in the negotiation room, whatever. Uh, Dak ain't no negotiation room. Dak's on a beach somewhere right now. Well, no, Coach. Corona, Coach. You, all the beaches are closed. Oh, give me a break, coach. Have you seen the footage from L.A. to Florida? I mean, <laughs> beaches are wide open. If you're Dak, you're waiting on this thing to iron out. Uh, are you scared? Should you settle for a number? Or do you think that if the Cowboys aren't going to give you what you want, what he thinks he wants, uh, is there another team out there that wants you? At this point, there it, it, there's limited places he can go. Because everybody's already signed. Mm-hmm. With so, all the draft is what you're saying? Yeah, uh-huh. With the draft and free agency already over. And so they they did the franchise tag on him. So he has refused to sign it. So they could now rescind that, which is going to give him 30-something million dollars yeah. for that one year. But they take that back. He's a free agent. But where can he go? As a starter. As a starter that has all this cap room to sign him. Yeah, with the money that he wants. Exactly. I, so I think nowhere, right? What, what Jerry Jones did is he 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 played his ace in the hole. Oh, it's a businessman. It's a little leverage on the Cowboys part because they're saying, hey, dude, you better sign that franchise tag because we're good rolling with Andy Dalton because we have a proven starter in the NFL. If you don't want to get your ducks in a row and you don't want to come be a part of this, we want you, but hey, Let's let's quit messing okay. around. Okay, okay, okay. So that's Dak's side of it. Now go to the mansion where Jerry's sitting. How much room do you think Jerry has to play with to maybe let Dak get a little more money than he thinks he's going to get? Or do you think that he's standing firm? Boom, this is it. This was my move. If he says no to it, goodbye, Dak. I mean, Jerry's a negotiator. That's why the dude's as rich as he is. Yeah, exactly. He's a I negotiator. I think Dak has, move, uh, has a little bit of leverage. He he might throw him a little couple of croutons on top of that salad. Yeah, nice. just, coach, good analogy. Just one, coach. How, about, it, how about a little shredded cheese? What about some ranch dressing on that salad, coach? Uh, the ranch priority already comes with that. Okay, I, okay. I, and I don't like ranch, so I'm going to say no to the ranch. Well, but no, but okay. the croutons are the, are, are the topping. <laughs> the croutons are the last thing you put yeah. on a salad. Sometimes, and so sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. For that, me, it the is. dressing. I mean, I would say the dressing. The dressing well, would I, probably I, be the last no, no, no. thing. Okay, so coach, at Outback, when they bring you your salad, the dressing's <clears> on it, and the croutons are in a little dish, and he then puts them on as the final garnish. I would like when to I put the salad. dressing on first, oh, then the lettuce. Oh, oh. 
and then my tomatoes. You know why I don't like to put the dressing on top of the croutons? Because I don't want my croutons to get soggy. So I like to put the dressing on, then the croutons. Coach, that is a restaurant idea. You need to take that. Let's no, go. No, there's no restaurant. But Coach, what I'm call saying, the restaurant croutons <laughs> on top. What I am saying is. He meant to go cherry on top, but he had to stick with his analogy. <laughs> this, no, you don't, put a, you don't put a cherry, you don't put a on, cherry top. on top of a salad. No, no, no. You, you no, don't Coach, do that. He means a, like a milkshake. But I said salad, so I don't know where he got cherry. Oh. I didn't mean to say cherry. I know what I'm talking about. From wanna... here on out, though, Kitch, can you just say crouton on top whenever you mean, like, and this is the cherry on top? <laughs> I'll, I'll try to remember that. Right. I want to see him eat a salad now. What I am saying is <laughs> I think they may give him a few croutons just to make Dak feel better about himself, but it's not going to be much more. It may be okay. a couple hundred thousand. Yeah. It ain't going to be a couple million more. Yeah, so he's telling Dak, stop stop where you're at. It, but it, And it's also a great thing if Dak signs this franchise tender because he has a veteran QB in the room that can show him yeah. the ins and outs. I mean, Dak has an interception. Really... That's, I mean, he would do that a lot. What? Dalton would... would throw a lot of picks. Well, I mean, he led his team to the play. I'm just saying he has a, he has a veteran QB to pick his mind on how things work, to go through things, maybe help him see things that he hasn't been seeing because I don't know who Dak learned from before this. Yeah, and look at Jason Garrett, dude. He was a backup quarterback. He never started, and he ended up being a pretty good coach. Well, I guess. And that's the thing. Maybe Jason Garrett taught Dak a little bit, but as the head coach, I don't think you have that time to do what Andy Dalton would be able to do, like Alex Smith did with Patrick Mahomes, things like that. Yeah, Brandon Rush ain't going to teach Dak. Exactly. Brandon Rush is doing nothing. Is that? I think his name's Cooper Rush. Whatever. Hey, how can we never hear from Holmgren? Holmgren? Isn't he the coach? Mike McCarthy? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> coach is the other fat dude. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That's funny, Coach. Coach, I mean, he's not they, anywhere they, in the news. Here's the funny part. That's funny. They kind of could resemble each other. They're both kind of overweight, kind of balding. Though. They're just fat and Packers <laughs> coaches. Fat and balding and Packers coaches, back-to-back Packer coaches. I mean, they're pretty much the same person. Thank you. Kind of but. Coach. So what does this make? I get, I get more him and Andy Reid, Holmgren and Andy Reid. Oh, Reed, that's a good one. I mean, coach, yeah. That's how an American That's coach a really good right one. Yeah, they, to me, the same person. That's funny. Now, if you're Dak, are you sitting at home? Are you pissed off? Better be. The rule is quarantine it. What? He's got to be sitting at home. I'm not pissed off, no. I think it's good. Coach, negotiations, They. this is part of it. I'm sure, I hope he expected this. Oh, You're, they just did it without even telling him? I'm no, oh, no, 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 they no, didn't no, tell him no, no, they were no, bringing I'm, in Andy Dalton. No chance. I'm, no I'm, chance I'm saying, they called Dak beforehand and said, hey, Dak, just so you know, we're going to bring in Andy Dalton. That's not how it works, right? They didn't tell Alex Smith they were drafting Patrick Mahomes before they drafted Patrick Mahomes. I, I mean, I mean, unless right before the draft pick. I mean, I don't think going into the draft they said, hey, man, we're going to target Patrick Mahomes. Now, when they had the chance to draft him, I think they did tell Alex, hey, we're about to draft Patrick Mahomes. But I don't think they called up no, no, no. Dak and said, hey, just so you know, Andy Dalton got released by the Bengals, no. and we're going to go ahead and offer him $3 million with up to $7 million, uh, in incentives. So just hope you're cool with that. Didn't happen. No? No. I'm, I'm just saying that I would hope Dak expected them to play hard, hardball. They're not about to sit last year and let Ezekiel Elliott just drain their money and then come in with a new coach and then get these high draft picks that they got and then expect to just give Dak whatever he wants. I'm pretty sure Dak expected that it was going to be a little bit of hardball. Maybe not this I, I don't think he thought it was going to be this hard. Maybe not this I hard. I think he expected to be signed by now. 
I think he's it's oh man, it's tough. I think it's I mean for a fan, it's exciting. It's a good it's a good fire in the butt. Like Boom! Light it up. Something's got to. Something's got to happen. So does something happen to happen right now with Dak, or can they still just take their time? Is he under the gun right That's now? That's a good question. How much time have they got, Coach? That we don't know because we don't know when no, anything's going to happen. But is there a deadline for stuff like that, or is it just uh, he has to sign the Corona? He has to sign the tender by at some point. I don't know exactly when, but. What I'm saying is I don't know what's going to happen with the league. So you don't really know deadlines because you don't know when training camp or off season, you know, you don't know when anything's going to happen. So the deadlines are just kind of up in the air right now. Yeah. But Dak said, if there is off season workouts, he's not going to do them anyway because yeah. he wants to be signed. Yeah. Is anybody going to come out with a plan? If it is, I bet it's going to be the NFL because we're not really hearing anything from MLB NBA that definitively says anything. I bet NFL is the next big boy to say, Hey, this is when the season starts. Yeah. I, because they can, it's out a little bit. Yeah, the NBA. I don't think so, they can say that when it's this is when it's going to start. One hundred percent, they can't because there's still so much unknown. Yeah. I feel they, like NBA can come out and say season's over. I feel like they can do that. MGM well, properties yeah, you can in say Vegas, it's over. Yeah, they can say it's over. Yeah. They can't say when they're going to restart right. because they don't want to it it to be over. They want to have an NBA champion. They don't know how long they want to wait, but well, so that, do we. That I mean, if just all of a sudden the NBA can't like, that'd be so dope. Screw the fans, just bring a sport back. But one of the execs, I, I read something this weekend. The execs are worried about putting their coaches because they have a lot of older personnel. So they said for, for us to put them at risk, we have to wait. You know, we have to seriously look at everything because. You have older coaches, older, you know, people that are essential to the team, training staff. Like or, the older players can't play anymore. Vince Carter, people like that. Um, who are some other ones? Well, we're not talking Vince Carter. I'm talking like assistant coaches that are 60, 70 years old. Dude, and I would almost say if an Doc NBA Rivers. is older, he can't okay. play. Who? Who, coach? No, I said if an NBA is a little too old, then he's not allowed on the court. Oh. You can't risk that. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. <laughs> Just stay home. So, yeah. that, But that's what I'm saying. So they, they don't know what – they're a little cautious. They, they're leaning more, the exec says, to canceling the season. But the MGM in Vegas, their properties propo- proposed they would – 
hosts the NBA, WNBA, NHL, and MLS. They can have their leagues in Vegas and they can safely finish their season. Like NBA would be at Mandalay Bay. They would all be quarantined at Mandalay Bay. They that would, would build, be sick. They would build 12 basketball courts in their convention. Is 24, your idea? No, this is theirs. Oh, okay. 24 basketball courts in the convention center where they five of them would be used to telecast games while the others would be used for practice. Wow. So before when the for professional sports had a good separation of them and Vegas, Vegas did their thing, sports did their thing. Yes, because they were worried about the, yeah, the, the, the mob. The, yeah. Tampering. Yes. Yeah, tampering, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So like now let's together. just screw all that and bring tampering back and put the sport in the heart of gambling. That was, well, the NBA, well I mean, you ready for fixed sports? Hey, cue the fixed dude, sports. They're like, we will never have a team here. And then the NFL started to creep in a little bit. Now they're just like, oh, we'll bring the whole NBA here, guys. We're good. <laughs> now the NBA hey. hasn't agreed to this, but the, the MGM properties are the ones that well, propose it. Of course. It. And they're also going to propose. All right, Lakers, I need you to lose the season. <laughs> now. We, we, have blow, too much, we have too much money. We have too much money in this one. Blow two. this game. But it's hey, you want a place to stay? Your hotel room could be shut down quickly if you don't lose this game. <laughs> hey, LeBron, you're going to come back. Your suitcase is going to be gone, dude. And it said all the families could stay with them at these these at the yeah, casinos. Yeah, yeah. So they would oh, have, my and they would players have, are playing blackjack. Coach, going they would have so they make their money on their game, blow it all in the casino. It's a win-win for these well, the dudes. Thing is, and yeah, so players lose money at the tables. They can bet on themselves that night at the game. And where are they oh, going to go out to eat? No, at no, the restaurant can, downstairs. They cannot bet on themselves. They'll get... Kicked out of the league just like that. True. Well, not if Vegas is ha- housing their league. But you know what? It is tough, Coach, if you're in a building that has all this kinds of gambling. Now, you I'm can always gamble. impressed by people that can go into a casino and stay there. You go, no, I didn't gamble all weekend. What? You passed up temptation the entire weekend? I went for a whole week for work once when I worked for the news. They flew me over there to cover this convention. I was there for a week, Sunday to Sunday. And I was like, it sucks. First two days, it was amazing. I had a blast. The, the rest of the week, coach, walking from your job and like getting dropped off and you're exhausted and you're, oh man. Because everybody else is having fun. Coach, you drop, you, you walk by the craps table and it's hopping. I'm like, oh man, look at that. The, oh man, hard 10. It's usually my bet. Maybe I'll go upstairs, take a shower real quick and see how I feel. I mean, it's hard, dude. Did you gamble at all of that week? Of course, the whole week. Oh my gosh. Now my wife has been there for a week when she worked for the Cosmopolitan and she would be there for a week and she would never step foot outside and never gamble because she was so busy. Yeah. She was just like, by the day, by the time I'm done, I'd be like, Oh, I'm going to go to my room and I'll, you know, take a shower yeah. and get something to eat. And then I'll probably go gamble. And she'd fall asleep. I was exhausted. But then after the shower and be like, all right, I'll just go down 50 bucks. Maybe next thing you know, I'm down there for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> now would you gamble with anybody? Uh, so there would be a couple, uh, people couple that chicks. I work with coworkers that, that would go out. That's the difference. My wife had no one. She was there. Like her job was, she would travel solo. So it was like, well, I don't really have anyone to gamble with. And you know, I'm just going to, I hear you. I could do Vegas, but I, but I could do Vegas by myself. I could too, dude. I Absolutely. Have a, how I long? Have a Both of you guys. What? How long? Well, I mean, Vegas is fun for about three days and then it gets old. But what yeah. I'm saying is, dude, I'd be high-fiving myself, betting sports. I don't need another person there. Are you kidding me? Exactly. At the craps table, when I'm hitting that, that come number, come out number, whoa, I'm, whoa, me, coach. Yeah, whoa, when whoa, I'm hitting whoa, the whoa. point. Coach, we're talking about being loyal to our marriage, to our wives. <laughs> oh, the come out roll, I hit seven. Coach. Oh, boom. I'm cheering up. I'm high-fiving the guy next to me, the girl next to me, whatever. It doesn't matter. Or you have the unlucky person that starts talking to you next to you, and you're like, please leave. Please get away from me. I don't want to talk to your unlucky ass. Yeah, My- you can sit 
sit at the blackjack table and be there with just a random set of people and it starts winning and then you all become friends. It's amazing. Dude, I was playing bubble crabs just recently. Me and my chick went right before the quarantine to Vegas for a random weekend and I'm sitting there playing bubble crabs. My girls, which I still don't understand back in the room asleep and I'm playing bubble crabs and I was doing good. I was doing good. And the lady next to me goes, huh? You're going to keep betting against what the group does, huh? Like she started taunting me. I'm like, lady, get on whatever dude you're with boyfriend, husband, he needs to put her in time out or something. You better tell her to respect. There is that kind of superstition on the table coach, but I've never seen it at bubble craps. So they think that if you're, yeah, she thought I was going against the table and I was winning. And so I wasn't sharing or being rude or anything like that. But then she noticed what I was doing, and I'm like, "This lady's. I'm gonna have to leave this table because she's literally going out." Oh, you were betting against the 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 yeah, point. He was doing Everybody's the don't pass. doing seven yeah, eleven. Don't pass. I was doing against it. Were and, you, and were you, were you that, betting the come? <laughs> there are people that bet it on that on the live craps table, but you just that's the way it is. It's not like they're. It's just gambling. Coach, that, did you come on the field? Coach, I, what is that? Is it the come or the what is it? <laughs> no, it's the, the come out roll is the first roll, yeah. and the field is the other one. Yeah, yeah it's coach. Two, don't three. ever come on the on the the double six. Watch out for that one. Yeah, box car. You'll lose. Whoa. You'll lose if you come on the double six. Box car. That's three grand if you put down a yeah. hundred. Yeah, if you come on the double six, six, it's craps. Or you can just bet ten dollars any craps, and if it loses, it's a one roll bet. Then bet fifteen any craps, and if not, twenty any craps. Man, that's where you That win. sounds lucrative. Yeah, but make sure you come. No, no, that is lucrative, right? If it hits, because the odds are you have 12 rolls to break even. If not, you lose like 500 bucks. <laughs> I've seen you. You've seen me. I've seen you do both. Hey, guys, worst case scenario, we lose $500. Well, that's a but, terrible scenario. But, no, no, it, it, but right. Worst case scenario, your weekend's over. Because bro. you need a two. In about one hour. You need a two, three, or 12, right, on any of those rolls. And the odds are that someone is going to roll that in 12 rolls. That's and just the coach, odds. And if you think the lady at Bubble Craps was pissing at you, watch this table be pissing at you. <laughs> oh, but God. no, it doesn't affect you. The only it time does. it causes them to lose is on the come out roll. Excuse That's it. Me? Anything else, it doesn't matter. Like if they already have the point, they can roll a two and it doesn't affect anybody. Right. So yeah. you're not, it doesn't make anybody mad. But it and helps you. It helps me. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can ask Eddie. I, that one night I did it, it was for great. hours, it was I awesome. raked in the um, cap. Yeah, he did. And the next day, he gave it all And then the back. next day, I raked it back in. <laughs> hey, you know how I said I raked the yesterday? Well, I didn't. The bag opened up and dumped yeah, all no, over the All the leaves went yeah, back the, into the their rake, pockets. The rake lost all its little fingers or whatever you call them uh-huh. things. And they got all hey, bent. Because you know how I raked yesterday? Well, I hoed today. And now it's all gone. <laughs> now. I shoveled it back. <laughs> now, to what made me cry this weekend, Oh, guys. Oh, did you uh, tell us, Cody? I want to I want to hear the whole um, wrap up for your last dance. No, not the last dance. Uh, Did you watch it? No, not yet. I'll watch it today. Why didn't you watch it when it came out? I didn't watch it when it came out because I didn't have time. Interesting. So I watched the Alex Smith E60. Heard it was good. Project 11. Oh my gosh, guys. Did you cry? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Like to see his leg. At the end of the surgery, so they go in, they do surgery, and they're like, oh, you'll be in here two days, and you'll be gone. And then the next thing you know, he starts running a fever. Then they find bacteria, four different types of bacteria in his leg. Ooh. And that's dead muscle and dead skin that's never going to grow, so they got to cut it out. Who, who put the bacteria in the, the hospital? No, that's what the doctor said. He goes, we don't know if it came from a sock, a jersey, the shoes, anything. You know, what he was wearing, we don't know. But, of course, it could have been some of the equipment, but he, he never said any of yeah, that. Sounds fishy to me, Coach. He blamed it on anything but the equipment. 
So then, slowly but surely, they're talking about, they told his wife, they said, right now we are trying to save his life. Excuse me? And then. Who's calling? We are trying to save his leg. So save his life was number one. No, I'd say the leg. Which was, cr- no, no. <laughs> well, no crap, coach. I would the say that I was mean, the most important. They no, said, do not, you want to live or do listening. you want to die? You're you not your listening. leg to live. Guys, not, he chose live. You're not listening. The fact that his life went from fine to in day, like they were scared he was going to lose his life. What in the hell is going on? Sorry. Somebody's playing crap in the other room. <laughs> anyway, so the? then <laughs> we're in a radio studio. There's other people playing. Stuff. They're, they're they're cutting stuff off of his leg, and by the time they were done, and they got the bacteria under control, from his n- knee to his ankle, there was nothing. What do you mean, like no leg? All you could see was the bone. Gross. What do you mean? What happened to the rest of his leg? The they had to cut it, it out. It sounds like they just shaved everything but the bone. No, 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 Eddie. I'm not. I, they didn't shave anything. They cut it like you cut fillet or you know some meat up, some pork. They cut Coach, it. I can't. I'm taking my headphones off. I can't listen to this. Well, you knew he was going to go into detail. No, 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 this is disgusting. He goes into detail with everything. This Guys, is all on the documentary. They showed. Them, they, they, showed they, him, they say they showed warning, him chopping up the leg like a meat chop. They, they said warning. There's going to be graphic images shown. No, it should be warning. This is the most. Up stuff you're ever gonna what, see. What if you were eating a steak and you're trying to watch it? Like, okay, <laughs> sweetie, I'm good on the T-bone tonight. Oh God, that'd be terrible. Then they talked about they they the wife they were like they were worried they were gonna have to amputate the leg, right? And so the wife, well, well but the know. wife sits the doctor down, like she pulls her and like, listen, we have three kids at home. I have to leave this hospital with my husband because we have kids and we have a life together. So I need to know what you would do if this was your leg. What would you do? And the doctor said, I would amputate it. I would cut it off. And then Alex Smith, they go over the, because he was out for like days. Like he doesn't remember most of this. He said, they asked me what I wanted to do. And he said, I would like to try to, you know, save the leg. So they took muscles from his, um, his other leg, his other calf, his uh, thigh, like, and they put other muscles and skin there. And then he just kept, he worked and worked and worked. And then he went to a, a military hospital down in San Antonio and got special clearance to work out there. And they show this and the fact, and then he, he totally he had 17 surgeries just to be able to put pressure on his foot again. Wow. Damn. And he still, he says, I can't believe he's in the league. Well, he's not, he's, he's not, not in playing, the league, oh. but he says my goal still is to play football okay, again. Okay. Now, now oh. I thought he's with the skins. Now, my whole thing no, is coach, I, they sh- took all his skin off. Coach, the Redskins, coach. He is with the Redskins. He has three more years on his deal. The only thing is, I don't think he's ever going to play again. Just by seeing him like run around with his kids, he has a limp. He he does have a limp, but in, in the the recovery that he has made is unbelievable, unbelievable. And I, if that's the goal he needs in his mind to keep pushing the rehab and stuff like that. Cause what he said is my goal is to be able to play with my kids and run around and be a father. And that's happened. And now he says, now I want to put that, like throw a football and run and, and try to play the game again. I don't know how mentally he would be able to get out on that field again and have those 300 pound linemen charging at him. But the That'd docu- be crazy, if he played again, it would be crazy, crazy after seeing the documentary and what his leg looked like to see where he is now, where he's actually, you know, running around outside with his kids. 
incredible. And I, I cried because it was just emotional him. He got choked up when he finally got a rod put in his You've leg. You've always liked that guy, right? I've always liked him. A true professional. He's He got replaced by Kaepernick. He got replaced by Mahomes. But you never heard him complain or pout or anything. All he did was take it in stride and help the young quarterback You know, in the meeting rooms, everything. And Patrick Mahomes says he handled it great. Like, I learned so much from Alex Smith. And that's what I'm saying. Like, he's just such a good dude just from what I've seen. And then this documentary. And he started crying when he got the rod put in because he was like, man, I'm going to be able to actually, like, walk. Like, he had not been able to walk without a walker or anything. When you you were kind of going through that scenario of, like, like what they were asking him, do you want to cut it off or keep it? I was already thinking he's just cut it off. That's what I would do. Right, well, like, that's what he, that's what I'm saying. Like you have to make that decision. Like I feel like it'd, it'd be a no brainer if they said, "Hey, uh, your legs, like look at it. It's got you got a bone left. Keep it or cut it you off." You want me to pull up pictures? Nope. Please, no, coach. Nope. nope. If you need to watch this documentary, I mean, Alex Smith, I am cheering for you. I would love to see you back on the field. I don't think we ever will. But did I mean, your wife stomach it? What did you say? Did she watch it with you? My wife watched it and. She came in in the middle and she was like, and they flashed a nasty part of the leg when it was all black and, and she goes, oh my gosh, why didn't they warn you? And I said, no, no, they do. Coming back from commercials, they say there might be graphic images. She goes, right before there they show be. the, gra- the graphic image, they should put that on the screen. And what? then she couldn't turn away. Can you She's, imagine? They're just like, and then, oh, hold on, graphic image about to come up. Oh, back to the show. Graphic image. Yes. That'd be stupid. But my, I'm just saying, my wife was like, okay. And then she watched the whole documentary because she was just like, wow. And she was like, so he just w- just got tackled? And I was like, yep, he's got did, tackled. Did, did his, was his leg exposed? Like, like was it like the break? Usually when you see a break or whatever, like it's, it's, a, it's the bone and the skin still intact. Like was, yeah. there, was well, there blood everywhere? And No, there wasn't blood everywhere, but I mean, he did have the, you know, socks and everything. So you couldn't see. So, I so think there it, was a cut. I think Where there bacteria was bacteria could have gotten yes. in there. Okay. Cause it was like a spiral fra- like oh break and it was just, Oh coach. I don't, I didn't know any of this stuff. No, you don't realize it. I, like, I, I saw him got hurt and he knew, I knew he had a long recovery, but I didn't realize 17 surgeries. He almost lost his leg and then to see the actual pictures of his leg where all the muscles and everything were cut away. Alex Smith, how far you've made it unreal. And he, and his wife, and he did every, all the doctors and everybody said, listen, he has been, I've never seen him mad or sad. He's just always, he gets frustrated with some of the drills, but he's always said, look, you know how many people would love to have the opportunity that I have to rehab this, to, you know, do this. He was like, there's people that have, you know, lost their life or they've lost their limbs. I still have a chance to save my leg. And so I just have to be thankful. And I've lived a great life. And he, oh, it's great. Go, go watch the documentary guys. Uh, I'll, like, I'll go right now. Okay. I'm leaving. You're not going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to go watch it right now. You swear you're going to watch it. Yes. Really? Yes. All right. Yep. You already got me. You got me hooked. All right. Okay. Before we go, Lauren, 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 your birthday was Friday and you emailed us like, Oh, wish me a happy birthday. And Ray was not recording. So we, we wanted to make you wait all Monday thinking we forgot, but here we are. You ready boys? Wait, who is this? One of the chicks that you still talk to? I used to text her. Me nope. and Lauren made out a few times, but we keep in touch. How Lauren, is the family been, uh, kissy, kissy, <laughs> smile face? I'm happily married, but winky, winky, eggplant, eggplant. No, she is a huge sore losers listener. She listens and sometimes re-listens daily. We always make her laugh. She was in Coin Flip Madness, and oh. she got all the way up to number 15. 
Nice. She give, we give her something to look forward that's to. That's better than Ray, right? Yeah, I mean, I think I was in 15, but that's cool. <laughs> she, <laughs> God, it doesn't matter. You're done. We give her something to look forward to every single day, and it's the Sore Losers podcast. And so Friday, she was a little bit sad. So Lauren Early, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Raleigh, North Carolina. Lauren. You ready to sing, boys? We're going to sing the whole song. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Lauren. Happy birthday to you. And if anyone else has a birthday, hit me up on Cameo. Lunchbox 6969. It's just Lunchbox, but you can hit me up on Cameo, and you won't be disappointed. It's money well spent. It doesn't have to be a birthday. It can be whatever you want. Tell your friend that you hate him. I'll do it. I told uh, Bazer, I was like, we should just request one from lunch and make him say a bunch of dumb stuff. Like, yeah, and then never working, pay it. Hey, you're working for us now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, funny. that's funny, coach. That's really funny. <laughs> hey, see what he sells his soul for? Hey, <laughs> he'll do it. He'll do it. $25. I'll do it. <laughs> 20 bucks. I'm yours. All right. Everybody have a great Monday. We're out of here. All right, goodbye. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.